I'm Kate Daniels. We may have noticed in our life that often what we give and give away has greater meaning than what we get, that the receiving is so much more. Rabbi Elazar Bogomilski sees this and hears about this on a regular basis. He is the director of Friendship Circle Washington, based on Mercer Island and serving the Puget Sound region. The Friendship Circle continues to grow and to thrive, and this means that the circle of love and giving naturally is growing. I'm grateful for the work that is being done, and not the least for the way our youth are learning to be great human beings. Let's meet Rabbi Bogomilski to learn how this is happening. Rabbi Bogomilski, good morning. Thank you so greatly for being with us this morning. Thank you for having me. What a pleasure. The pleasure is mine because I am just so in awe and just so grateful for the work that you and your family and a group of friends of the Friendship Circle do in our community uh, for for families and for those who are really needing some special assistance. So uh, we're here this morning to extend an invite to everyone to come out to something very special called the Friendship Walk, correct? Yes, it's a very... Uh beautiful, powerful walk. It's called Walk with Friendship, and it's welcome, open to the entire community, people from all backgrounds, all ages. It's a fun, it has two tracks, a 1K and a 5K, and of course then it turns into a real fun family outing as well, and uh, this is all taking place on the 22nd of October, Sunday, October 22nd, beginning at 9.30 a.m., we register, and uh, we're off to the to the walk and to just an amazing gathering of support, friendship, and really teaching the community about the amazing work of what Friendship Circle offers on so many different levels, and just seeing so many people from so many different parts of the community coming together to such a great cause. So it's a very, very exciting and fun gathering. Yes, it sure does sound like it. And the fact that each year it keeps on going and growing, uh, this is actually the sixth year that it's going to take place, right? Yes, yeah, it's our sixth annual walk, and uh, we're, we're psyched. We have this, a huge outdoor BMX show as well taking place after the walk so, so people can gather around and relax the great outdoor entertainment. Uh, there are many booths and food and and carnival, and you name it, uh, there's just so many activities that are going on that it's really going to be a blast. This is taking place at the Luther Burbank Park on Mercer Island, and uh, just uh, be there, and you'll have a blast, and you'll feel there's no better way to start your Sunday morning than uh, on a healthy point. It's good to always walk or run, whatever you want to do, and of course, on a meaningful level, it's uh, so profound to to show the special needs community that you care and uh, you're supportive of it. And that's probably the most critical thing is to really join together to learn and to really, uh, you know, stand shoulder to shoulder, walk together, run together, whatever it is, and learn and really be supportive of each other. See how we are community, but even bigger than that, we are family. For sure. It's, uh, it's, you know, I always tell someone when they see somebody 
that has some sort of disability or special needs, what is their initial reaction? Do they look towards that individual or do they sort of turn their head away with uncomfort, not knowing how to engage, how to communicate, how to create a dialogue or, or even more than that? And I think that's one of the most rewarding things we see at Friendship Circle is that we're, you know, what we do is we provide support through the youth. So typical teens from over 43 different private and public schools in the greater King County area go ahead and become these buddies on a consistent basis throughout the school year as well as some summer programs. But it's really every single week either visiting a special needs child in their home or, of course, uh, going ahead and uh, partaking in one of our social programs. The largest one is called Sunday Circle, which is sort of a two-and-a-half-hour respite period for the parents. They can go out and do whatever they want. They just drop off their child, and we have a group of specialists that guide these relationships and these encounters to really be meaningful that each week these special needs kids should really walk away with something, you know, I have a real friend, and they look forward to it week after week. And at the same time, the typical teen, when you ask them, what are you gaining from that? They say, you kidding me? They're getting way more than they ever imagined. And it's not, they don't feel like they're giving, they feel like they're receiving. And that's just such an important lesson in today's generation when teens pretty much almost have everything at their fingertips. But then to pause from that and engage in a society of, of, uh, of, of individuals from all ages that unfortunately don't have the voice to express what they really want and what they really need and to fill in that gap and become that mentor, become that friend, become that person that really embraces and gives them proper respite and at the same time, real inclusion and friendship, that's, the, uh, that's our recipe. And so far we see it just really contagious in a very positive way. It keeps on growing and developing. And, uh, and there are just more and more families that we are always looking to serve, and there are many more teams involved. So it's very powerful on both, on both tracks. And what happens as you create these circles where you have the teens working together, uh, making up these pairs, is it usually the the same individuals who will come together over a period of perhaps a year or, or longer, or do they kind of mix and meet different people? Well, we definitely have this many different programs, but what we try to do is it's all about like a friend, so we try to mirror image what a friend is. A friend is someone that you don't see them once a year, and then you say, I'll see you next year. A friend is someone you want to hang out with, you want to build a relationship, you want to get to know their good times, their bad moods, their happy times, you know. And that's really what we try to do, Is and that's the key word over here is consistency. Uh, you know, you have a lot of kids that, or teens or adults that want to go and volunteer and give back to the community. And there are so many wonderful opportunities out there. But many times it's, it could be a soup kitchen, which is a wonderful thing, but they'll do it around a certain holiday season, and uh, that's that they're done. 
This is something that really is every single week. It's a tremendous commitment on behalf of these volunteers, and that's why it's so inspiring to watch them engage in such a type of service. But at the same time, what they're doing is they're developing real relationships. They're doing. They're usually doing this from the age of 13, 14 through high school, even into early college as well. So it's really uh, it's, it's a program that some of these kids are involved for five, six, seven years, and it's really uh, it's really something that's remarkable to watch them develop and grow, and they become engaged with their families, and they invite them to way outside our Friendship Circle program. Many of them invite them to their own personal family uh, occasions and birthdays and so on, and that's what the, the, the magic is when you see the circle that keeps on growing. I always say a story that one time I was uh, I was in a cafe and I saw one of the buddies, the special needs side and the and the team, the typical team, and I saw them and I said, hey, you know, if I'm not mistaken, this is not a scheduled, as far as I know from the organization perspective, this wasn't uh, didn't seem like that day. And I walked. I approached them and I said, uh, "What's going on? You guys are hanging out." He says, "Yeah, you know, we do this not just once a week like we said we're going to do for Friendship Circle, but we've taken this as many times as we have free in our schedule. We try to get together." So I was very inspired to see that type of just genuine, organic relationship that's being occurred and uh, being developed. That is so beautiful. And that's really what we want to be cultivating uh, in our young people, to be able to develop that kind of heart connection that they really uh, understand that uh, unconditional love and, and building that friendship. That is truly beautiful. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. You know, it's interesting when you think about today's uh, challenge of raising a family in general. There's hundreds of self-help books. What do you do? What's the right thing to do? Um, how do you deal with a team that does this? And how do you deal with a team that talks back? And how do you deal with uh, all the different challenges that everyone has on different levels uh, with their own personal children? What's remarkable about what we see at Friendship Circle is the minute they sort of step over that threshold and they enter into the environment of giving, all those seemingly challenges that exist in their own home, all of a sudden the child begins to blossom. And they say, wait a second, I'm giving. You know, you could have sometimes a kid that is willing and comfortable with a uh, young teen or a child that has special needs drool on them for half an hour, an hour, and you would think normally they would go, you kidding me? This is disgusting. But it's remarkable to see that not every team can handle it. And, of course, we're sensitive to that. And we try to peer up the teams that can handle more extreme cases because what we do is we pretty much serve across the entire spectrum of the special needs community. So there really is a, 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 a case or a, different, or a type of a, of, a, uh, of a special need or a disability that we say no to. And the reason is because we're not coming in as doctors and have to diagnose so on and so forth. 
um, or providing direct therapy. It's really more built on the on the on the foundation of inclusion and friendship. And of course, then we have our specialists that guide and learn how to deal with each one of our families, each one of these children with special needs or teens with special needs, and see the different areas that they can use more more time to develop, more time to learn life skills, more time to to learn how to navigate. We have kids that come to the program that are in total isolation. They don't have a friend. They don't have the idea of, you know, it's hard to imagine of getting up in the morning and going through the day and going to sleep and literally, literally not having a friend. As one of the dads one time told me, he said, you know, Many parents think about eventually where their child is going to go to school, which college they're going to get into, what type of career are they going to develop and build. He says, what I look for is, is my child ever going to have a friend? Are they ever going to have some sort of social encounter? And I think that's when you hear those type of words, it literally brings tears to your eyes when you see the amazing commitment of our remarkable teams, typical teams that go ahead and engage in this type of service on such a meaningful and uh, caring manner that it's just really remarkable that when people say, my teen is this, my teen is that, I have a whole different story, (laughs) what I see their teen doing. And I think the answer is that when you give of yourself, you actively when you give of your time, when you give of your energy, when you give of your wisdom and the time that you can spend, I always say these kids can do anything they want. The mere fact that they're pausing from that and they're engaging in this type of service, that takes focus, it takes commitment. You have to be able to be, able to be on your toes because a lot of these kids lack the ability to communicate. They can't speak or a lot of them lack the ability to focus. And here you have to figure out constantly of how you how you're going to engage that relationship, how you're going to keep that young child or that young teen excited or that older teen. How you're going to get them get them engaged, and that's what we try to do creatively: is design various programs that tap into that type of relationship, but really allow the teen to become a natural mentor, a natural friend, a natural person that really would hang out with any other other friends. This is just another individual in their portfolio of friends, broadens their circle of friends. And I think that's something that, uh, you know, this, this recipe um, and formula that we've created is quite, quite remarkable, seeing the impact over the years. So taking a step or two back to the time where uh, you are matching the teens, but prior to that, when you have the these typical teens come to you, they're interested, are there classes or education for them so that they are prepared uh, to a certain degree to to be with their special friend who is has special needs? Yeah, so that's a great question, and the answer is there are, there are multiple trainings sessions that they go through to learn sensitivity, learn what it means inclusion, learn what it means 
to engage with someone that has various type of disability. And we have, of course, a team of specialists that engage and create certain, you know, workshops that allow them to experience, you know, just a simple, a simple uh, exercise. If you put socks on your hands and you ask someone to tie their shoelace, all of a sudden they realize it's a challenge. <laughs> so there are many type of exercises like that that are done in, in a fun and creative way that all of, all of a sudden this typical team begins to realize, wow, if I don't have that, so how am I going to do it? How am I going to communicate? If I don't have the verbal ability to commu- to speak, how am I going to get the other person's attention? And these are the things that are developed and are worked on. Um, and it's, 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 it's a process. I mean, some kids gravitate to these things more, you know, easier and more naturally, and others develop. And it's remarkable to see year after year the type of teams that do engage and give of themselves and and be take it serious and really, you know, care for that other individual. Over the years, you see just a changed team, and you see a a changed and an amazingly excited special needs child or teen. So it's really uh, it's really remarkable to see both 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 sides of the track develop and grow in, in our organization. And it's these kinds of programs, though, then the workshops and really having the the different uh, people with skills to be there and assist and guide, these take funds. It doesn't just happen out of... Uh, what the goodness of one's heart, even though one has it, it still takes time and investment. And so that then is the reason that we come together for this really important fundraiser to raise funds to support such programs, right? For sure, for sure. We have various programs we do throughout the year. Um, we have a major gala we usually do in May, uh, April, May time. But this time of the year, this is an outdoor fundraising event, it's an awareness event, and the funds are directly uh, important for keeping our, not just doors open, but really allowing every family that we see and we come, or that reaches out to us and says, you know, wow, you're doing this. Is there a way that I can get my child or teen involved? On the special needs side, we say yes, or on the teen, typical teen side, as you mentioned, of course, each one of these programs, uh, you know, we always say we'd love to be able to do more, but you need to have funds to do it. We live in a mundane world where things really cost money, and uh, people's times cost money, space rental costs money, creating different environments of, of, uh, of activities and outings and, and winter camp and summer camp. I mean, all these things, as we all know, has has huge uh, expenses connected to it. And the Walk with Friendship is a, a fun event, but it's also a very important event to raise funds and to raise the, the, the dollars that can directly impact these families in such a meaningful way. So I really hope that people are excited again about October 22nd, Sunday, October 22nd, at Luther Burbank Park. It'll be at 9.30 a.m., And it's going to be an amazing day. Hopefully uh, the sun will still be kind to us. 
and uh, it'll be shining. But we're gonna be we're gonna be running, walking, jogging, smiling, rain, sun, or shine doesn't make a difference. We're out there, so it's really gonna be a fun event. And uh, and again, we really appreciate everybody extending themselves and uh, giving the friendship circle the support it needs, the financial backing that it needs. And of course, the uh, the you know just inviting friends. The more people come, the more people learn about it. The more you see the awesome stuff, uh, you know, face to face. It's not just uh, easy to describe something and uh, and get someone to some degree excited about it. But when you see it in action and you meet these families and you see what they're what they're going through and how they're benefiting. There is no greater way of, uh, of of showing and expressing your gratitude towards uh, towards the needs that another part of the community is looking for and needs your help. So this is something. It's a great way. You know, we call it the friendship circle because we say the circle is made up of multiple parts. You have the children with special needs. You have the teens with special needs. You have the typical teens. You have the parents. You have the supporters, and each one of these parts of the circle creates a seamless circle of friendship, and that's what we're trying to create. It's not just one segment of the community that's impacted and and of need and uh, and benefit, but it's really we really believe that everyone, when you hold a hand and you make a uh, a powerful circle, that circle is strong. It makes a nice smooth turn and it allows you to go year after year and year after year, month after month and day after day. And I think that's something that we, uh, we are really blessed of having such an amazing city that we live in that is sensitive to these matters and uh, see the, the remarkable work that we're doing and other great organizations out there. And thank God I always say that we're blessed with tremendous wealth in today's day and age. Sometimes people begin, don't spend enough time to realize the blessings what we do have. Instead, many of us spend time thinking what we don't have, or we wish we only, if we only had that. And I think what's beautiful about this organization is it removes the labels between individuals, it removes the labels between different segments of the community, and it says, let's become one big circle. Let's become one big circle of friendship that really we can each one benefit from one another. And I can assure you that all those that are involved and that will get involved will uh, have the same excitement that I have in my voice talking about Friendship Circle because it's something that it really just it's, uh, it's, it's contagious in a very positive way in making you a better human being. You know, I lecture on this idea many times. Uh, we live in a society of people looking to do things to be better. But what happens is we get caught up with life. And in life, we are so busy from trying to make a livelihood. We're trying to uh, keep our bills afloat. We're trying to raise children. We're trying to build our career. Whatever it is that we're, that we're advancing in, that sometimes we forget the fundamentals of life. And the fundamentals of life is how 
we as an individual living in society has a responsibility for others in society. That's what makes community. That's what makes a healthy city. That's what makes a beautiful country. And I think that's something that sometimes we are, we mean it and we care for it in our heart, but when it comes to action, we sometimes get lazy about it. So here's a great opportunity that individuals that are looking and seeking for something a little bit more meaning, a little more purpose in life, a little more engaged, removed from self, and uh, here is a, an amazing platform that really allows the person to develop and grow and feel that they're part of something that is making that level of difference. I think this is a great opportunity. Walk with Friendship, it's an amazing time that you can really come out and say, hey, you know, I'm going to take a pause from my own issues or things that I'm looking for, forward to or I'm trying to develop, and I'm going to give. I'm going to give back. I'm going to give to those that need need my help, those that don't have the voice to express their need of help. And I think when you do this, it's a remarkable feel, feeling of completion, of fulfillment, of excitement, of, wow, I am giving, and all of a sudden you feel like you're living on a different level. And I think that's something that is easy to do, and you just got to do it. But sometimes from actions, from speech to action becomes very, very lengthy. You just got to jump in and say, I'm there. I'm there. Sunday, October 22nd, I'm there. Whatever it takes, I'm going to make sure that I'm there. I'm part of this. And I think an ideal thing would be, as you've got us really motivated, if this is relatively a new idea to you, grab a group of friends, come out as a team, and really learn and raise funds and really be a part of this important, strong circle and make it grow bigger. Yes, excellent. In fact, there's a, we have our website up for the walk. It's called walkwithfriendship.com. That's walkwithfriendship.com, and you can go there, you can register, you can create a team, you can create a virtual team. If you're not able to come and you're excited about what we're talking about, and you say, wow, this is an amazing cause, I want to be part of it, I want to be engaged, I want to feel like I'm giving back, but then you look at your calendar and you say, I have already a plan that I've made for that day. I wish I can be part of this. The answer is, of course you can. You can create a virtual team. We have very high-end software that allows you to do that in a very uh, simple step-by-step basis. Uh, literally, you just register, you start a team, it, you can connect it to your personal uh, engagement on social media, and as we say, let the web do the walking for you. You know, do a virtual walk if you can't do it physical, but of course, you can do both. And uh, um, again, walkwithfriendship.com is the website, and I think it's something that you will be very proud to be part of. Well, with what you have shared with us, Rabbi Bogomilski, I feel that we would be giving ourselves the greatest gift, and yet we would be supporting something that could even grow bigger. And there's just that, it's that gift that keeps on giving and growing Uh and make our world better. You know, we're struggling these days. This is a way to turn that corner and do something that's really wonderful and strong and filled with heart. 
I couldn't have said it better. That's exactly what we're looking forward to. And I look personally to greet you all on Sunday, October 22nd, coming up soon. And uh, mark your calendars. Go again to the website, walkwithfriendship.com. Register, donate, give, create a team, whatever it may be, on any level is greatly, greatly appreciated. Again, remember, it's really, really helping those that don't have the voice and the ability to say thank you. So really, on behalf of everybody out there that benefits from our programs and our many different encounters that we do throughout the city, from friends at home, sending people to the home of a child with special needs, or, of course, Sunday Circle, Birthday Club, Teen Programs for Special Needs, Summer Camp, and the list goes on and on and on of different areas that your dollars will make that tremendous impact. I thank you greatly, and uh, I don't have words of appreciation and thanks for those that extend of themselves and give towards helping these families on such a meaningful level. So I really appreciate it. And I appreciate you, Rabbi Bogomilski, for being as involved as you are making this happen in our area. Thank you for giving us these insights this morning and that big invitation to be part of it. Thank you so much for the time, and I really appreciate uh, talking to your audience. It's been a joy and a pleasure, and uh, you should have lots of success in all that you do, because thank you for giving really such a, a meaningful plug for this great event. Really appreciate it. You're so welcome.